Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes.
you know, for a longer period than an hour or two. And I was like, oh, when I was in the United States Army, we wore that mask one, a couple of days for eight, nine hours straight. Yeah. Hey, and my, my hey, friend, you know, um, huh? Go ahead. I was saying I have a friend that's, um, that works in the hospital, and he wears his mask for anywhere between 11 to 14 hours a day. And I can't imagine someone who thinks it's horrible to have to wear it for 30 minutes when they're in the grocery store. I just don't understand. Me neither. Because they would have never made it in the Army. But once they wouldn't once make they it anywhere. You to the gas chamber, once you go to the gas chamber and that shit hits your face, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll learn to respect the power mm-hmm. of this mask. <laughs> They'll be mm-hmm. saying that. I would, like I said, we were for seven hours out in the field. It was 110 degrees in Fort Hood, Texas. My face lost weight after I took it off. My face <laughs> lost weight. Yeah, so much. <laughs> yeah. It, it was so, hey, it was hot, but I had, you know, I was a young soldier back then out there in them streets. Didn't get no sleep. Man, those seven hours, I got some sleep. Because they said, don't do much in it because. You know, it was 110 outside already, and we got different right. masks on. So they said, don't do much of nothing. Just stay where you at and have it on, and we'll call all clear. So it took them six, six hours later. They called it, but, boy, I got about the best five hours of sleep I ever had in my life. I can only imagine. <laughs> okay, your, your president, uh-huh. Signed a memo, an executive order yesterday for four hundred dollars a week, cut down from six hundred dollars a week. Twenty uh, percent of that money, the state has to pay. I wrote on the, my notes: the president needs to be thrown away. Yeah. Then he the does thing, just press <laughs> Then he does a press conference at his golf club in front of his rich sheep. Not people, followers, sheep, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. These, and these orders, all these orders, these executive orders, and the little memos that he signed is going to wind up in court anyway. Right. He can't allocate money. That's Congress' job. That's the House' job to do, allocate money. So what did you think of that? Did you see him when he ran off, when the questions oh, got too tough for him? He, he took oh, his ball and went home? Yeah, the whole problem is he's already out golfing. He's at a, his own club where he that he owns that we are paying for him to go there. So that means he's making money off of this first of all. So we have to pay for him to use this as his as his um um office when he's there. So whatever it costs, he's making money no matter what. So we're paying for that. And then to join that club, it's over $250,000 a year. So the people who are there already aren't, aren't concerned at all about this little $400 and the lies that he's telling. Um, they don't care because it doesn't affect them. They just want to make sure that they are in the good graces of a, of a lunatic. It works for them. The lunatic is keeping their money safe. So all of those things, all of that in its in its entirety, it's just one more reason to despise this human 
that is literally walking around taunting us. Every person that he comes in contact with, they get the disease, they get the virus, but he doesn't. Don't you find that a little bit odd? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, I'm just, I'm just saying. They protected him because uh, that dude was the governor from Ohio. He was mm-hmm. positive in the morning when he was supposed to see Trump, but then in the afternoon mm-hmm. he was back right again. Yeah. Well, I don't. I that think that's kind of that. Why? I think they're being told right. don't talk about if you're positive. You're you you can't say that because you make the president look bad. So I think that the part that we get up front is the truth, and then once they're told stop talking, that's when we hear the lies. You're right. And, and, and another thing, I don't think these tests, some of these tests are not proven to be accurate. Do you right. agree that too? Um, I think I, I don't know. I don't know that you can always count on a test 100%. It is a test. It, it, it's also we, we are working with something that we've never we've never seen before. So in in reality, everything about this is you know up in the air. We don't know how much of it is is accurate. Um, I mean, in the beginning, they were telling you don't wear a mask unless you're sick, and now they're saying if you don't want to get sick, you need to be wearing a mask. So I think that as we learn more, we're trying to do better. But I think that there's always going to be, you know, chances that things are, are, are valuable because we don't, we just don't know enough. Right, I agree with you on that. Uh, next, the NFL, baseball, college sports, high school sports. In my opinion, I don't think it's going to go. I don't think it's going to go down because the only thing that's going to work, in my opinion is the NBA and the WNBA because they're in the NBA is in a bubble and the WNBA is in a wobble. It's still the same thing. Bubble, wobble. Right. You know, yeah. tomato, tomato. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still the same thing. But with everybody being in one spot, not traveling, not associating with other people other than the people that's in the bubble, I think it might work that way. But for football, they got to fly. <laughs> they got to fly to the other stadium. They just ain't got – they just couldn't build, like, five or ten stadiums all in one area and put them in a bubble. That's the only way it's going to work. They yeah. got to stay in one concentrated area and not be associated with other people that may or may not have it. And high school and college sports – that's just out of the question because they definitely got to travel to the right. different regions and go to school, and they can't keep them students in a bubble. So I don't think none of this is going to work unless you're in a bubble within the sport with the people that you got to play and nobody's coming in contact with COVID-19. What do you feel about that? I mean, everything you're saying is absolutely true. The only problem I have with it is now we also have to count on the people that are in the bubble to behave accordingly. If if that if one person goes outside and leaves the the area for whatever the reason is, you know, my mama's sick, I gotta go home. 
um, you know, my, my wife having a baby. Whatever the the situation could be, there has to be exceptions to the rule, and every time there's an exception, there's an opportunity. So you can't keep everybody safe just by keeping everybody separate. I think that this particular this particular virus has a strain all its own, and it gets beyond boundaries. Somebody somewhere is somehow going to be outside of the, the bubble. There's no way you can keep everybody in. There's just no way. And that's when they're running those uh, those faulty tests on jokers when they come back. But there ain't right. too many people leaving. But it isn't too many people leaving. Well, that's that's, I mean, that's, we, that's what we're being told. We don't know that to be true. I think uh, there's news reporters out there watching this thing. I'm just telling well, you, because one dude did leave. What's his name? I forgot his name. But he, he went so he could go get that's, some. So he could go get some. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. Those are the ones that there's always somebody who's going to say, you know what, it's it's no different than, than somebody saying, you know what, it's raining and we don't want anybody to get wet. There's always that one person say, I don't mind getting wet. I don't care. It ain't no big deal. So there's always somebody who's going to work outside. The boat. They're going to figure out a way to get out. They may, they risk everybody else because they make bad choices. And it's you've got way too many people for them to all comply. I just don't believe it. I, I just don't. I don't believe it. Well, so far, so far, everybody's good. They I mean, just haven't been so far. It's been three. We, it's been about three weeks, right? Well, it's, it's been about, about three weeks. weeks but we see. We only we only know about this guy because the reporter saw him. We don't know who actually else has gotten out without being seen. It happens all the time. It's the same way when you when you're um, famous and you don't want to get seen coming out of the front of a um, uh, restaurant or the front of a you know a, a venue or a hotel. You you find someone who, if you give them enough money, will help you get out the back, the side, underneath, in the laundry chute, whatever it is. There's always, always somebody who's doing the wrong thing. It just, it's just human nature. Well, so I, I do, I'm not saying. I, 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 I do not disagree with you, but I didn't say uh, nobody didn't get out. But right now, we already know nobody has not contracted, you know, COVID-19 since they started this bubble, which is a good that thing. We know, uh, so again, I, 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 oh, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, 10 to 1, if somebody got it, it's going to be just like you said. Somebody's going to say something. <laughs> somebody, oh, yeah. If they know somebody got it, it's going to be word out about somebody got it. They try to but keep it on us, but they ain't going to keep it on us for real, for real. But that's just it. If someone has it and they don't want it to get out, I promise you they're not telling you that that person, they're not telling those inside that person had it, has it. They're, you're getting the same kind of stories that we get when somebody goes missing. Um, you know he had, he, he, he was having some trouble with his hip flexor or his um, his um, Achilles or something. It's like we've got him in therapy. He's over there getting worked on. We don't know what's happening out there. You you can't trust people. I have no faith in human nature. I know that a human being will find a way just like um just like any other any other life form. When it wants out, it's gonna find a way to get out. Reality. Chelsea, D lovely. 
Okay. Show thing, so far, nobody ain't sick yet. So they say. You keep, but you know I'm not buying that. I I'm said, not saying. I said, so they say. I, I did say that. Okay, leave, yeah, leave that on the end. I did I Senate spot 
I think it's the Senate. I think it is the Senate. She's running for a Senate spot uh, in November. And she had lost before. She kept on trying. And she's an ordinary person that says she's been uh, sexually abused. Uh, she was living paycheck to paycheck. Had three kids. She had to be the breadwinner for. Uh, you know, struggling everyday life, going through heartache. Uh, which brings the question: Don't you think people that are lawmakers should be just regular people instead of just these rich mugs that don't know nothing about being poor or suffering? Of of course. I mean, the people that represent you should look like you, should be like you, should be able to have empathy for you. And I'm, my my concern is that some of the 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 worst politicians are ones that started off just like us and that greed and that, that um, easy money and the ability to separate yourself from your, from your constituents happens so quickly and it's so easy for them that it turns into a, you know, not, not us but them. And nobody's interested in, in um, keeping connected to their constituents any longer. I feel like a lot of them separate from that that same base that put them there. Um, so what you're saying is a little money changed them into being greedy and not really caring for the people anymore. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. You start turning your head and turning your back on things that you don't want to have to be responsible for. It's a hard life. Wow, I, it's a hard life out like, there being being um easily bought and paid for. I understand what you're saying because, I mean, you know, it's not a money thing as far as being in the army. It's more of a power thing. You know, like people get certain positions in the army, and the power goes to their head. It's almost the same thing, then, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people that got promoted to higher positions and was in charge of more people, and the little power they got, it wasn't the money, just the little power they got went through their head. Exactly. It, 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 never did that. it never did that for me. Once I made rank, I treated everybody the same. And I tried to fight for everybody the same way against the man. <laughs> because... I didn't want my soldiers getting dogged out no more. You know what I mean? I wanted to take care of them. Now, if you were yeah. wrong, you were wrong. You know? Yeah. And that, and I gave them, I used to work on a three-strike, you know, three-strike thing where, you know, they do something three times wrong and then, hey, I can't save you no more. But I'm going to save you these yeah. first two. Yeah. yeah. So, I, but everybody's not I think able people to do yeah, I said everybody's not able to do that though. Some some people just literally all they wanted was an opportunity to be able to flex whatever it is, you know, the, the or look back at the people. So and so was a bully to me. She never she never dated me when I was that. He always called me X, Y, and Z, and now look at me. So I can look down on people. So unfortunately, people who literally look forward to becoming that person will will right. when they get 
that person turn into the worst example that you could possibly have. It's unfortunate, but you know it happens. And that's when it's time we to can look them jokers out. I'm example, as far as I'm concerned, is Rudy Giuliani. Um, when when Rudy was just out there being the mayor um, during 9-11 and all those other things, he was the ultimate mayor. He got caught up in this machine that is now running the the country, and he is such a psychotic human being now. He's nothing like the man. If you go back and look at things from 10 years ago and look at him now, it's like some some he's been invaded by some sort of body snatcher. <laughs> he's been body That's snatched. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last subject: the post office. How they are trying to cheat the boat through the post office. Now, you know I got a hankering with this because I work. At the post office. Yeah, I figured this would be near and dear to you. And every time I seen this, uh, somebody talk about it, it's either uh, somebody that said it's death at the post office or somebody that was a big wig at the post office. I'm like, mm-hmm. MSNBC, CNN, y'all need to talk to the workers that did the yeah. work and know what's going on. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Or if somebody retired. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. When I worked at the post office, if you left mail behind that was like second and first class, not no bulk mail, you can leave that. And, and you still had to have permission from your supervisor to leave that. But once you mm-hmm. left that at, back at the office and went out and delivered your route, if you didn't get permission, they write you up and they would fire you. Now, yeah. They don't care about leaving the mail behind. And I think if some of the people that got fired for doing that should put in a suit right now. Hey, I got fired yeah. for leaving the mail, and now y'all ain't, now it's all right to leave the mail. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is almost like, gone. I was going to say, it's they're purposely okay. trying to um, destroy the system. So that they can they can prove what they're saying, which is that it's broken. Well, it wasn't broken before you started breaking it. Yeah. It actually worked That's before true. they got it. They got themselves all all in the middle of it. All these years, yeah. uh, supervisors would get in trouble for holding mail back. Now the postmaster, who is Trump's buddy, is telling everybody <laughs> to hold the mail back because he's the postmaster mm-hmm. of. The whole post office. Now, you know, there's people that pay for magazines. They ain't getting them. Maybe somebody's check might be in there, too. I hate to say they're uh, not taking first-class mail, but maybe somebody's check might be in there, too. That ain't getting yeah. it today. Well, they purposely yeah. want that to uh, happen so that they can tell you it's not our fault. The post office is broken. We can't fix it. We're just going to have to dismantle right it now. here. Get out some other way. That's some bull. That's some BS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you, there there are things that you got to do sometimes. I remember my uh, supervisor tried to tell me 
because it had the wrong four numbers of the address at McDonald's that I need to send it back because it's the wrong address. I'm like, but I know where McDonald's at. You know what I'm saying? I know. Hey, this dude, he worked there. I know him. The name on the letter. But he's trying to tell me, no, you send it back because the address is wrong. I said, man, I ain't send it, I ain't send it back because it was payroll checks in there. I said, I'm not sending yeah. these people's checks. Everybody that work at McDonald's wait for that little bit of money. Yeah. And I told her, I told everybody on my route, if there ain't one thing I'll do, and you know, you might not get a package, but you're going to get your money. If I know there's a check in there, brother, you getting your money. I am hmm. not delayed because I want my money all the time. So that's the way I felt about it. I, I was real passionate about that one. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, we could tell so, uh, you walked in. He's broke down. So we know you were passionate about it. <laughs> you talking about when I had to walk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the miles. That's right. Hey, see, Lily, I walked 20 miles to get to the bus station. And when I got to work, you know, we had to do all that walking at work, delivering mail. But when I got to work, I said, whew, I can rest now. <laughs> it was, I did more work trying to get there than what I did mm-hmm. when I was there. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, you you, did, you, you put just, your... yeah, I put my, yeah, you ain't lying. That's why that's why both my legs are toe up now. That's right. That's right. And and I asked asked the Lord when I was walking. You mean to tell me you kept me in shape, good shape at forty four? So I could walk this hill twenty miles. Really? And then he said, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, it's good oh, talking to you again. The As always. Getting ready to jet off. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we keep this. Uh, this. Uh, Music thing still rolling, so it's like a time limit to let us mm-hmm. know that it's time to end. Good talking yeah. to you, D. Lovely. Uh, until Always, next my week. friend. Always. Hey, hey, we need to talk in the middle of it. You know it. In you the middle it. of the week. Chat. I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, not, not, all, not, a, not in public. <laughs> nope. Nope. I don't need to see not you like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Take care. I'll oh, my gosh. All right, love. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right.